Good morning and welcome to AC23. I'm your host, Pam Bordelon, and joining me this morning is Jency Hogan, the um, writer, producer, director? No, no, not director. Not director. No, actress. actress yes. Of Days of Daisy. Yes. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to present this Baton Rouge darling in Baton Rouge, finally, because yeah. the the film was shot all over Baton Rouge. Actually, okay. it was um, it's it's basically got a bunch of different locations from Baton Rouge, lo- local talent. It's just a Baton Rouge darling. So okay. I'm so excited to finally show it here on December fourth at the Manship. I'm so okay. pumped. Well, it's it's ticket sales are going really well because I've added a second showing. Yes, <laughs> it's sold out. So we had to add a two o'clock screening. I Yay! can't believe it. So if you're still looking for tickets, two o'clock is the time to come. Okay. So tell me a little bit. What is Days of Daisy about? Well, it's a very personal story. Um, my husband and I, we when we first met, my husband and I had decided we were not going to have children, and mm-hmm. so this this idea is very foreign um, to a lot of people, and mm-hmm. and even. To me, I was like, it was just something I was like, wait, we could have a different kind of life. And so the idea is that if you don't have children, it's like, it, it's a very comforting movie about the idea that, of untraditional parenting. Mm-hmm. And you can love on people who need to be loved in the community. Sure. And there's always love that can be given through teaching mm-hmm. or through mentoring. And the movie is a sweet story about that. Um, Daisy is actually about to turn 40. Okay. And she realizes that she wants to have kids and have a family and traditional life, but she doesn't have anybody to do that with. Okay. Then she meets her dream man only to find out that he has a vasectomy and doesn't want children. <laughs> and so the kids that they're working to help save their art program become like their kids their and they kids. end up loving okay. on them. And, and it just shows like an untraditional um, way of doing life. Okay. So it's a beautiful little sweet story, easy watch. And it's shot all over Baton Rouge. That's so just really sweet. Okay. So, uh, I know it mirrors real life to yes, a degree. To a degree. So, um, and so t- for people who may not know who your your spouse is, it's Aaron Hogan, yes. who is the owner of I Wander Photo, yes, and uh, another very talented young man in our community. So, how did the two of you meet? We actually, our story is really funny. Um, we had some mutual friends, and have introduced one time, but then he saw, he saw a show I was doing at the Manship and he was doing the photography for it. Okay. He's a photographer. And he actually, um, he was, he was really intrigued by it cause it had photography in it and stuff like that. And then he bumped into me a year and a half later at Whole Foods. And he's like, I saw that show that you did at the Manship <laughs> and I was the photographer. I was like, Oh really? And so he asked me out that day and literally within six months we were married. <laughs> so I, we attribute our, our, you know, our marriage to the arts because we met through kind of a show, but yeah. also then we met at Whole Foods. So Whole Foods and the arts brought us together. Okay. <laughs> those, those two entities kind of go hand in hand, yeah, don't they? Yeah, I think so. So is the is the not having kids part of the, your, your story as well? Well, we, for 10 years of our marriage, we thought that was our story. And um, it's just lately, since the movie has been made and Aaron has seen the movie, it's weird because I made the movie out of just a place of, you know, you turn your pain into art. Mm-hmm. This that, was your baby. This this was my baby. And it was the way I was dealing with the idea of not having children as mm-hmm. I myself was turning 40. Sure. And um, and so, yeah, I'd say that the the movie reflects our the past 10 years of our life. Mm-hmm. But currently, right now, we are actually, after having watched the movie, Aaron had a little epiphany <laughs> and realized that maybe he did want to have kids together. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the big funny 
thing that's going <laughs> the on funny right now. Twist, uh-huh. Yes, we he are doing to be a part of this journey, didn't yes, he? Yes, <laughs> this is a fun journey. So we are now in the middle of our second round of IVF. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. And open to adoption. So we're just on the path of just kind of finding our way as two creatives who love what we do, mm-hmm. but do feel like it would be fun to bring someone into the world that we've created. Yeah. So that's like the ultimate creation. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And so I think we have a lot to give at this point in our lives. Sure. It's a bit untraditional in the sense that, you know, most people have kids in their twenties and thirties, but I'll, yeah. you know, I'm, I'll be in my forties and have my first kid. Um, so sometimes that can be a good thing. Cause you're, you, you have a little life experience and you're, you're more maybe equipped to deal with, oh, with yeah. the terrible twos than yeah, somebody that's so. 20. I know. I'll need a lot of B12, I hear. They, yeah, they yes. take a lot of energy, these kids. And, and sleep. When, whenever they sleep, you, you sleep. sleep. It doesn't what matter what time of day it is. So how did you get started? Uh, did did an art teacher or a teacher influence you to, that kind of jumped into this storyline? Yeah, so the, um, you know, the... The teachers in my life really helped me find my way because I was dyslexic. I was not a traditional student in the sense of I, I struggled with, you know, con- uh, even just making a sentence or doing math. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always in the creative mindset. Um, and so I just, you know, I found these teachers over the years that, you know, when I was growing up, um, the, the school that I went to didn't have the, the theater program that I was dreaming of. So you know, the speech teacher said, Oh, you could do this play. And so she let me do the play. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it was just one teacher after another that kind of kept saying, you know, maybe you should, instead of being a broadcast journalist, cause you can't read a teleprompter cause of <laughs> dyslexia, maybe you should just, you know, look into acting like one. And so that's kind of how I chose to audition for Louisiana tech. Okay. Um, and I ended up getting a, a scholarship in acting at Louisiana tech. Okay. And that's how I found my path into the acting career then after that I moved to Los Angeles for 10 years studied acting and did independent film there and learned a lot about the film industry and then the industry started booming here so my Mm -hmm. parents were like you should move home so around 2008 I moved home and met Aaron and then he decided he's like you know what all these roles that you're auditioning for are cool but you should start making your own content and so together we started creating movies so at about 31 or 32 I started producing film okay and Acting has been an amazing journey. It's been really fun. I got to play a lot of crazy characters, really cool. But um, really the producing and directing is, I find, so so rewarding. You have so much con- you know, control over the content. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you, it, that kind of plays into your journalistic bent. Yes. Yes. That's, that's the storytelling part that you want to do. That I, that I found myself doing now. Yeah. And I really, I feel like the moment I put my foot towards producing that I felt wind in my back, almost like God was saying like open, this door really started opening. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that it was like a big yes. You know, how sometimes in life you just find these things that are just like, Oh, that's it. You yeah. Know? And the wind just kind of feels like it's at your back. I do have dreams of creating. Aaron and I want to be filmmakers here in Louisiana for a long time. And we have another couple projects we're working on and um, just dreams of, I want to create a huge TV show, kind of like, um, I don't know, one that runs for 10 or 12 years Mm -hmm. and puts all of Louisiana to work. That's one of my major (laughs) dreams. So... Okay. That's my dream to do when I'm in my 50s. So okay. watch out, world. <laughs> watch out, Baton She's Rouge. coming. Yeah. She's coming. So you mentioned that you have been in several movies, and the only one that I've I've had the pleasure of seeing, and I will say, you got to kiss Matthew McConaughey, and I'm very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did get to kiss Matthew McConaughey. Um, he was very skinny. 
uh, in that movie. Yeah, he's unrecognizable, he was. really. Yeah. And then when I saw him, I had to do a double take. I'm like, Matthew? Like, he's like, yeah, it's me. Like, you could not tell it was him. It was yeah. His commitment to that role was wild. It's Dallas Buyers Club is the name of the movie. Yeah. And it was, you know, 10 years ago now. Gosh. Um, but he won his Oscar. And he just, man. Yeah, he looked emaciated. He did. And that, that fit with the role because it dealt with the yeah. age, AIDS patients. And, and I was an AIDS stuff. patient. Yeah. So um, I just, I really, you know, appreciate getting that role. And Louisiana has provided me an opportunity just to be in so many different shows and work with great people like Bruce Dern. You know, oh, wow. I worked with him for five weeks on a show where I got to play his hit woman and got to just learn from him. He's so amicable. He would know like the catering guy's name. Wow. I mean, he's like, that's at the time when I met him, he may have been 75. Mm-hmm. He knew every person's name on set. He had this memory for people and he could just talk to, he would talk to everybody and anyone and made them all his friends. He's so charismatic and so cool. Um, so I just learned a lot from how to be an actor with great, like, warmth Yeah, from Bruce Stern. Um, and then there's been so many other experiences. The TV show that I worked on, I kept getting to go to, um, just different directors through that. It's called Claws. It was shot in New Orleans. That oh, was really, okay. a really cool show. Yeah. Okay. I have a recurring character. Netflix on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Okay. So I've had okay. such great experiences here in Louisiana. I also got to work with Ethan Hawke and his wife when they came to make a movie here. They let me cast some of the roles. I worked on the producer team and got to just do so many cool things. With this movie called Blaze, mm-hmm. they ended up going to Sundance and South by Southwest. And that was an amazing experience. So I really, I feel like Louisiana, even Baton Rouge, has provided me so many opportunities in the film industry. And people mm-hmm. always say, well, did the tax credits crush the movie making industry? I say, like, no, it actually just changed it a little. Yeah. Um, it, it did send some of the bigger movies away, but we still have a lot of production going on mm-hmm. and it did make it really great for local filmmakers to yeah. Louisiana. Mm-hmm. They changed the tax credit and made it easier for me to be able to apply for the tax credits. Yeah. And they, they, they opened it up for us to where we could actually do it. Stay home and do it. Yeah. And so, um, I'm really happy with, I just I got approved for my tax credits. I'm so excited. Yay! Thank you, Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> So cool. So what's next for? Uh... We are going to make another movie in the next year or so called Touched. It's uh, I've never made this kind of movie before, but it's a kind of psychological psychological thriller about a girl who um, is struggling with PTSD from sexual assault. But then she ends up overcoming it and shows the restorative side mm-hmm. um, of the movie. So we're, in the, we're currently looking, um, we're raising money for that. And we're also, you know going to do a sequel to this film okay. <laughs> to the days of daisy movie. days of daisy movie okay. yes <laughs> uh, because it's changing and aaron's going to talk about becoming a father through the okay. movie um okay. through his journey of not wanting kids and then becoming a father and then we also have i have a, a amazing story my parents um have this amazing story about my dad played at lsu and my mom really led him to the light um after he had kind of given up his life to drugs and mm-hmm. alcohol led him really to Jesus and the light. And he had a 180 and they they got married. And it's just this beautiful autobiographical story about how recovery from drugs and alcohol can save your life basically. Yeah. And, um, and so that's one of the big stories that I want to tell next. I feel like it's going to be an easy that's one. I see true stories are the way to go. Yeah. You know, people really love true stories. Like uh, this story, how it relates to Aaron and I, it's the same thing when you make something that's passion, that's your passion, and it's true. Mm-hmm. It's like people yeah. just really get on board with that. You, people can buy into it. Yeah, they it's really not, relate to yeah. it. It's so. it, it. It works a lot. You know, 
truth is stranger than fiction will ever be. Oh, that is so, so you true. Do. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> so you just you just go with what what God gives you and what's what's already out there, and you're in good shape. That's true. Good yeah. shape. So what else is on your agenda these days? Well, we have we um, you know we have I Wander, which is growing and expanding. So we're doing lots of video content for commercials and things like that mm-hmm. for local community businesses and. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron went to film school over this past summer, so he's really looking to enhance his cinematography okay. career through commercials, but filmmaking mostly. And so that's why we started Love Acting, the school that I have here in mm-hmm. Baton Rouge, um, for to teach film acting to kids and filmmaking. So like okay. this week, we are doing a filmmaking workshop for teens and, okay. and kids, and so they're getting to make their own little films. Okay. So that's kind of neat. I think that that's one place that Baton Rouge can grow, is just mm-hmm. the film side, because we have a lot of theater the exposure. of it. Yeah, like what it takes to make a movie, you know, the sound, all the elements, mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, costuming and the just all the things that go into making yeah. a movie, um, producing, directing. I think if I had learned that I could be a director younger, I probably would have jumped on it. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't know about it so much until I got a little older. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't exposed to that as a kid. Like, oh, I could be a film director? Well, you have to take your class to see the new Steven Spielberg movie, which I think is kind of autobiographical about how he videoed, you know, filmed his family growing up through the years. You hear that about a lot of people. A lot of these filmmakers, like the Duplass brothers who are from Louisiana, they Mm -hmm. wrote a book called Like Brothers. It's about them making movies when they were kids. And Steven Spielberg was the same. They all started really young. And they started just videoing things. And that turned into this you know, bigger thing and bigger thing. And it just became their careers. Massive. Yeah, I know. So my grandmother used to always say, Hey, you know, you're sitting around waiting for all these roles. Like, wouldn't it be great to just be the, wear the pants and they get to like make the decisions, be the boss. My grandmother was a big boss. I was going to say, yeah. that sounds like her. Her name is Dot Craig. So she was just she, this she boss was, lady. She was a, a powerhouse of a realtor. Yes. And so <laughs> Back she, when women didn't do that all the time. Yes, exactly. And so she was like, don't you just want to like be in charge? Like make all the decisions. And so I love producing and directing because it, it gives you a lot of control and you can, yeah. You know, create the content that you want to put out into the world and leave a legacy of work behind. Okay. So Aaron and I want to do that together, basically. Okay. So um, back to Days of Daisy. Yes. Uh, I think you have um, a partner that's that worked on this project with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of people. Okay. Alexander Jeffrey is the director. Okay. He did such a beautiful job. He's such a talented filmmaker. He's on. He's already done his third feature. He's he's really growing fast. Um, and then Emily Morris-Shinevier helped me produce it. And um, we are, you know, Aaron and I really did a lot of the producing together as well. So, yeah, we, it's a really strong Baton Rouge team. Um, and we are so proud to present it at the Manship okay. on December 4th with the um, red carpet. If you really want a red carpet experience. This is your, this is your shame. <laughs> this, this is your is chance your to shot. dress up and come walk the carpet. <laughs> I wonder if we'll be taking photos and all that. So and who's going to ask the question, who are you wearing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Family be there. No, <laughs> You're going to hand me a microphone and yeah. put me to work? Put okay. you to work. <laughs> I can do that. That sounds good. You can be the new Joan Rivers of Baton Rouge. <laughs> I actually did that spiel once before. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> For uh, that's awesome. Old Governor's mentioned Gala one time. They had film as their thing. And, oh, uh, that's and perfect. Chris uh, Russo Blackwood and I played Joan and Melissa. And no I'm not going to say You're who hired. was Joan and Melissa. You're hired. <laughs> I'm not going to say who was who was the mother and who was the daughter since we're the same age. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> but it 
was fun. That we had a good so time. Fun. We had fun. Oh my God. So I believe you are offering a special thing for teachers. Mm, yes. Okay. So if you are an art teacher in the Baton Rouge community, we are honoring you guys. Um, we're actually going to bring you to the stage and just really thank you for all you've done for the kids and the community of Baton Rouge. Um, because art teachers work really hard with, you know, sometimes not as big of budgets and they just, they really deserve to be applauded and the movie really does applaud them. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, how cool we could bring them and have them really honored at the screening. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Okay. If you want a free ticket and you are an art teacher, please email me at Jen, well, J E N C Y Jen C G Hogan at gmail.com. Okay. All right. Well, Jitsi, thanks so much. And I'm, I'm so excited for y'all. This sounds like this. I have watched you try to birth this baby for, yes. for a while. So it's gonna, I'm looking forward to, to seeing how it growed up. Yes. <laughs> and it does have distribution. So if you miss the screening, it will come out in February on you know different streaming channels. Be looking okay. for that. Um, it definitely will be out in the world soon. Okay. All right. And speaking of things coming up that you need to circle your calendar for, December the 2nd is the Festival of Lights, which is the official kickoff to the holiday season here in the capital city. We have all kind of fun stuff going on. Uh Choirs from McKinley Middle School, uh, Baton Rouge Center of Visual and Performing Arts is going to be doing some stuff, Helix Mentorship Steam Academy, the Liberty High Dancers, uh, Creme de la Rouge, uh, other students from the uh, East Baton Rouge Parish's Talented Arts Program, Baton Rouge Cheer Academy, Capitol High School Dance, Forest Heights Musical Theater, just on and on and on. Santa is coming by for a uh, to help the mayor light the clock. I'm uh, not light the clock. Jeez, Jiminy, I'm just trying to look at my clock to see how much time we have. Uh, going to light the Christmas tree. Uh, Ned Fasulo and his band is going to be playing, and so is also performing is going to be gospel singer Justin Gardner, who was in our studio back this summer recording music videos for Apple Music. So come check him out. He's quite the talent. We need to be very proud of him. Uh, I believe there's going to be uh, some fake snow where you can make have a snowball fight for kiddos and have a big time. Lots and lots of fun stuff to do. So we hope to see you. It all starts at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and wraps up at 8 o'clock. Uh, downtown along North Boulevard. I believe the tree is located next to the uh, River Center Library downtown. So lots and lots of fun stuff. Uh, we hope you will join us. We hope Mother Nature cooperates and is a little nip in the air, but don't freeze us and don't rain and we'll be good to go. <laughs> and I appreciate you joining us this morning for uh, AC23, the podcast of the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge. And we hope to see you next Sunday. Have a good one. <laughs>